Hello and welcome to another episode in the summer edition of Ithaca Now, where today we'll be playing the second episode in WICB News' summer series, Asian in Ithaca, Stories of Race, Culture and Identity. This series focuses on Asian, Asian American and Pacific Islander stories in and around Ithaca. I'm your host and WICB News Director Himadri Seid. In tonight's episode, WICB News correspondent Vedanta Kauri will be talking to Hazel Bali, a rising sophomore at Ithaca College who identifies as non-binary and lesbian, about their experiences being a part of the LGBTQ community as an Indian. In summer 2020, we interviewed the Ithaca community about Black Lives Matter, as people across the globe called for solidarity and demanded police accountability, a movement that continues to this day. These interviews were a part of ICTV's summer interview series, which can be found on ICTV News' Facebook page. This summer, we decided to talk to members of the AAPI community, who have been subjected to heightened discrimination and hate crimes during the COVID-19 pandemic. While the COVID-19 pandemic led to a surge in hate crimes against the Asian community, this culture of scapegoating, oppression, and marginalization of the Asian community has been decades and generations in the making. Through this series, we hope to explore the many diverse voices of this community within the Ithaca area. For WICB News, I'm Vedanta Kari. As Pride Month comes to an end, Tonight, we focus on an AAPI member who is also a part of the LGBTQ community. AAPI members of the LGBTQ community have much lower visibility in the media. For instance, in 2015, GLAD examined 74 LGBTQ characters on mainstream television. Of those 74 characters, only 5% were Asian. On top of that, Asian countries are more disapproving of same-sex marriage than the United States, according to Gallup and Statista. Earlier today, I spoke to Hazel Bali. They are a rising sophomore at Ithaca College with a major in communication management and design. I spoke to them about their experiences as a non-binary lesbian from India and the limited representation of LGBTQ characters in the entertainment industry, whether it be Hollywood or Bollywood. I was privileged enough to, you know, um, be a part, like belong to a family um, that's pretty progressive about things like this, all the way from like my maternal grandmother, my parents, even my aunts and uncles are a lot more progressive than a lot of people outside of my family that I know. And I've been extremely lucky um, in that pretext, I guess. But I, like everyone's cool with the whole uh, lesbian thing because I feel like it's just a little more seasoned. Like people know what that is and it's been around for a really long time. So, you know, coming out as lesbian hasn't been as hard as coming out as non-binary. I'm very feminine representing. So I appear like, and I identified as a woman for a really long time. So. It's it's been hard for people to adjust to like this new thing. Like when I say, okay, I'm I'm not a girl. Uh, if I say I'm not your niece, I'm not your daughter. I'm your child, and I really don't know that like the gender neutral term for 
you know, niece or nephew, you know, not too masculine or too feminine. It's like this weird middle ground that you have to look. And yeah, so I guess that's been more of a struggle for me. I think mostly because people don't know about it. And I mean, I will say that they haven't been educated or they haven't educated themselves about it. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that Gender-wise, it's been harder than coming out about my sexuality. According to Hazel, the TV and film industry has limited depictions of the LGBTQ plus community. They don't quite understand that, you know, someone who's gay can look like anyone. Because of this limited depiction, Hazel says they have been misidentified as straight. They also describe how their school responded to an initiative that helps the LGBTQ plus community. In fact, people didn't really think I was gay because I, I look so quote unquote, like, quote unquote feminine and lesbian, I guess, women or other people, like people who identify as lesbians, um, they look a certain way. My own partner actually didn't know I was gay and we essentially grew up in the same school, same city around about the same friend circles, but just because of the way I looked and talked, they never thought that I was uh, gay until I started this thing in my school where I wanted to talk about like erasure and I wanted to sort of make it a better place for the LGBTQ plus community in my school. That's a whole can of worms. It got shut down very fast because it was a whole scandal. Yeah, so like, Appearance plays a huge role in all of this. And along with that, I think the misconception. Hazel says that India's ancient history contains many depictions of LGBTQ plus individuals, despite the homophobia that is prevalent in modern times. You know, in the past, literally like way back in the past before we were colonized, um, we weren't really so rigid in terms of people could love who they wanted or, you know, be what, uh, identify as whatever gender like they wanted um, after it got a little complicated. Hazel offers advice for diversifying the LGBTQ plus narrative in film and TV by going beyond token representation. The spectrum has so many different people who identify as so many different uh, things. And I feel like we're just, we're not catching on fast enough. Misconceptions arise because we've just been misrepresented. And by that, I mean, like, I don't think the uh, entertainment industry has, or like, yeah, I can't see the entertainment industry has done a lot to just show that there are so many kinds of people in terms of, like, like just not just in terms of ethnicity and things like that, but also in terms of sexuality and gender identity. It's not, I don't think, I mean, I'm not a screenwriter or a producer or anything, but I do not think it's really that hard to be like, just like the, not, I mean, certainly not from, you know, like a dopinism uh, approach. I feel like we, we need to do a better job of saying that, okay, yeah, I, this character could, you know, be asexual or bisexual and, you know, it doesn't really mean that you need to go into like depth and be like, yeah, and our whole story like is going to revolve around this. Modern Family is an American show that aired from 2009 to 2020. The show focuses on three families, one of them being of Mitchell and Cameron, a same-sex couple. 
Hazel describes Modern Family as one of their favorite shows and how much they appreciate the show's diversity. They, they exist as a part of that family. And it's not, you know, it's not like, and I remember, uh, and I say Modern Family because uh, it's one of my mom's favorite shows too. And my mom was like, you know, when I first saw it, I love that they didn't make like a huge deal about it. And at the same time, they didn't really trivialize what like gay men go through. And it was like really early. Uh, I think it was like, uh, it came out like, I don't know, 2010s. And my mom was like, it's the first, I think, I think it was like the first show that I watched with someone from the LGBTQ community. And, you know, it, it wasn't weird for me or anything. And I think that mostly owes to the fact that, you know, um, just from early on, my mom did mean to educate herself and everything, but um, it wasn't like they made a big deal about it. And that's what my mom loved. She was like, I got to learn about, you know, um, just people's lives in general without it being such a big deal, but also not trivialized. Like I didn't feel like they were, you know, really playing it down. And that's what I feel like we should, I mean, people should be able to do. Um, I know I would feel much better if I saw someone with, um, who was like, you know, uh, from Asia and I mean, specifically I would say like India and they were non-binary and I don't need to know about their struggle because I mean, I mean, it's not the worst thing, but it doesn't need to be about that. You know, it can just be, um, the fact that they're there and it's someone who looks like me. And, uh, yeah, I think it's really important that we do that and just have someone who looks like, you know, it's like, it's, it's normal and it's okay. And I'm like, just people can be a part of this community without it being a huge deal on screen. And I think a lot of people need to see that, I guess. I asked Hazel if they can provide any resources for the API members of the LGBTQ plus community. But there's a problem. I don't think I know, like, if there's anything that I use or anything I've actually come across that isn't an Instagram account or, you know, something like that. Um, so I wish there was. Uh, and I'm sure there is somewhere hidden away, sort of, uh, you know, not really that recognized, but so far I haven't found anything. I just know a couple of, um, Instagram accounts like LGBT history, India, or, um, just like, so like different States of India that, you know, that advocate for rights and stuff. Um, like we, they have like Instagram accounts, mostly like metropolitan cities, but I haven't found anything that's like broadly just for Asia or anything like that, which is frankly upsetting. And I wish I had something, but um, maybe it would take some digging. But as far as I know, as far as like, as long as I've been a part of this community, I haven't found a guide or a, a, an Instagram account, like an influencer who is like, oh yeah, um, I'm this person. And uh, like, you know, you're not alone. So I, haven't really found anything like that, I guess. Bollywood has started to include LGBTQ plus representation in recent decades. For instance, a film called Fire depicted a lesbian couple. The film's release in 1998 led to tons of unrest with some of the theaters that showed the film being set on fire. 
There was another incident in Mumbai where more than 200 members from Shiv Sena, an ultranationalist party in India, stormed a theater, smashed glass panes, and burned posters. Fortunately, in the 21st century, LGBTQ representation started to receive better reception with films like Bombay Talkies, Aligarh, Ek Lerki Ko Dekha To Aisa Laga, and Shubh Mangal Zyada Savdhan. Even Indian TV shows have started to include LGBTQ characters with shows like Sacred Games and Four More Shots Please. However, it should be noted that these shows aired on streaming services like Netflix and Prime Video, which tend to have less content restrictions than cable television. According to Hazel, the Indian entertainment industry still has a long way to go. First of all, I don't know how many gay characters or lesbian characters to start with, at least, or bi characters um, we have in, like, Bollywood in general. Because, um, like, uh, I can I can say that, yeah, we have a ton of Instagram accounts and there's just, like, there are so many shows on Netflix that talk about all this. But do we have someone, like, you know, who's in the, who's, who's like, in, um, a part of the whole Bollywood industry, forgive my lack of research, but I don't know if there is, I feel like I would have heard about it. But yeah, I feel like we need to work on diversifying, not in terms of just skin color and ethnicity and where we're from or our religion, but also in terms of the people within the LGBTQ community. It's a giant group of identities that we need to talk about that need to be, um, you know, out there, I guess, so people can know about it and learn about it. Um, so I think we need to just like a summarization. We need just a diverse, like a diversification and how we represent the LGBTQ community. And it like, just so, it, and also, so it doesn't amount to tokenism that we actually are doing it because, you know, we care and we want people to be able to see people who look like them and not feel so alone. We'll be back with a full episode next Sunday at 7 p.m., focusing on the Ithaca City of Asylum and how it's protecting some crucial voices in the AAPI community. I'm Vedant Thakari, and thank you for listening to Asia in Ithaca on WICB. That's all for tonight's edition of Ithaca Now and Asian in Ithaca. You can find all the episodes for Asian in Ithaca, stories of race, culture, and identity, and other stories on WICB.org. The full list of resources for AAPI action and education will also be available on our website. That's WICB.org. All of the music from Ithaca Now's intro and outro comes from Dr. Dundiff of Louisville, Kentucky. Follow WICB on SoundCloud and subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear full shows anywhere, anytime. Also subscribe to The Latest to hear our daily newscast every weekday. Just search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This series is made possible by producers Vedanta Kauri, Emily Hung, and myself, correspondents Jordan Broking and Clayton Davis, and editor Jay Bradley. Special thanks to Manager of Television and Radio Operations Jeremy Menard, WICB Station Manager Connor Hibbert, and Programming Director Lou Barron for their support and assistance. We will be back with another episode next Sunday at 7pm, focusing on Ithaca City of Asylum. 
I'm Madri Seth and thank you for listening to Ithaca Now on WICB.